0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklar Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Panty Puts, a.k.a. two guys, one couch, a.k.a. two Wolverines, one quarantine, a.k.a. two Sklars, no bars, a.k.a. two Jews, no Harmon and killibras. a.k.a. two bros, no schmoes, a.k.a. no beards, two weirds. All right, I'm down with that. Yeah, we're down. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for all your support. I love all the messages we get on Instagram when we post up a clip. Uh, I love telling personal stories. By the way, that story, uh, Stanley Myron Handelman story, his son- Are you sure that's his son? I, it is his son. I did the research. I went through his son, Dan Myron Handelman. Uh, National Lampoon commented on it, and Dan Myron Handelman then said, I, I can't believe the Squad Brothers are talking about my dad on in a bit unbelievable, unbelievable the way this world connects us. We need to stay connected. That's what we try and do with this show is give you a half hour of your day to just not think about difficult things, make fun of people and enjoy just basically us just being silly. And this is what we like to do. And We've really enjoyed getting in the groove of doing this thing for you, right? Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think about my life mm-hmm. in this pandemic. I think mm-hmm. about how I feel when I can't go to sleep at night. Yeah. Last night, my son woke me up at one in the morning. Because mm-hmm. uh, you ever just get tired of parenting, and you're yeah. like, I'm out. You're yeah. like Scotty Pippen. You're yeah. like, don't put me in. Don't don't Did put you me have in. A for the of game. Did you have a migraine? I had a migraine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't operate right now. Yeah. yeah. It's ten thirty. My son' sleep is nowhere in his near future. I'm like, bro, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. I yeah. can't. I I've parented. You put yourself to bed. I put yourself to bed. I've parented. I've given my full parenting like allotment for the day. It's like trying to kill a major penalty, a 10-minute penalty. Right. Five on three. Five on three hockey it. penalty. And so I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. So I, I I lay down, and at 1.15 in the morning, he wakes me up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't sleep. And I'm like, did you sleep at all? Like, in my mind, I'm like, he hasn't slept at all. Nope. He hasn't slept. So now I'm turning into a lesson about how he's on electronics too much. Yeah. But I come back to bed, and I can't sleep, right? Because now I'm one hundred percent awake, of course, you can't sleep. And I sat down and I listened to a podcast. There you go. And that calmed me to a point. Because my mind started racing. I started going through all the pandemic that's things, right. that's all right. the issues that keep us up, and now we have more. It, right. There's more fuel on that fire. But I, a podcast is what brought me down and there brought go. me back down to earth. And we hope that's what we're doing with this thing for you. So we start out today with a little, a quick, fun story. Listen, I get it. Some people... Don't have it in them to go to work these days. I I get it. We feel that way too. There are moments where I'm like, I can't do it. I just like you said. You look like right now you work at both a Trader Joe's and a record store. And if Trader Joe's started selling records, you'd be in that section judging people's choices. I'm a roadie for uh, the Margaritaville guy, Jimmy Buffett. All right, the Margaritaville guy. That's what I'm gonna call him, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffet. Remember. This was not nice, but remember when he fell off the stage? Did you ever see him fall off the stage? (laughs) Yeah, fell off the tip top. He literally fell off the stage. I know. know. All right, uh, there are ways to call in sick to work, and then there's what this guy did. Uh, I would file this under what this guy did as not great. Palm Beach County sheriff's deputies, of course, Florida arrested 36 year old richard hamilton in charge with making a false threat richard Richard i thought richard hamilton was 76 years old like the old leathery guy no that's someone else that's someone else hamilton robert hamilton No. no that's richard hamilton are you sure? I think that's Richard Hamilton, who is the guy who wore the face mask, who went to Be- UConn, and then yeah, he actually Rip played for the Pistons. That's Richard Hamilton. That's Richard Hamilton. That's Richard Hamilton. There's a different Pistons shooting another, guard with the face Yeah, because I bet Richard Hamilton is probably from the Pistons. I yeah. bet he's probably around thirty-six years old right no. now. No, forty-five. You joking? Richard Hamilton is. I'm going to find out. Right he's then. at least 40 sec- forty-six years old. I'm finding. He's four or forty-three. He's like six or seven years out of the league. Okay, Rip Hamilton was in those Pistons team, was on the Piston teams. Look at, look, at, look at how old he is. How old is he? When was he born? Look to the right. It says his age right down there. Uh, it says that he is 42. I was right. Not that much older okay. than what I said. Uh, okay, but Still I... Still like six years younger than us. And he feels Whatever, like close it. to this guy. Okay. All right, different guy. 36-year-old dumb Richard Hamilton from Florida Ac- decided to not go, you go to work. That's right. According to the arrest reports, deputies investigating the call determined that Hamilton was the caller who called in a bomb threat. Oh, come on. And continued, they continued their investigation at Jeez. 1100 Wellington Trace and evacuated 20 people from the building. Why were those people still at work? Yeah, seriously. Like, like you shouldn't maybe be evacuated. Maybe he's doing them a favor with Look, this bomb you, threat. You should not. No one should be at work. Apparently, and no one should be threatening bomb. Let, let's. If you're going to drop bombs, let it be in the toilet, all right. right? Apparently, someone had called in a bomb threat. A bomb threat. And the building had to be evacuated. Deputies uh, they said they found a vendor in the area. He told them Hamilton was one of his employees. Hamilton told deputies he'd lost his phone, according to the rest report. Oh, so the you know, old, what that is. Oh, I know I, Look, I phone. don't know where my phone was. I mean, yes. So I'm not denying that, that a bomb threat was called from in from my phone. number. But it was not my phone. I mean, it prob- my phone got what hacked. Call, what voice was it? My phone's putting on a different voice. My phone got... He's trying to do a British accent. Yeah. What? What phone is this? I'm not What phone is this? It's pretty weird, right? It's weird, right? It's weird, isn't it? What phone that I would what be the Phone one is this. Not quite sure why. It so would he be lost me, his phone. Someone right? who wasn't me picked it up. Knew my lock screen code. This is probably what this, this is. This, is this, this had is to massive. know his lock screen code. Right. right. Called in a bomb threat. Then didn't steal the phone, just left, left it, it for me to in see in an area where I could then go back and find, find it. it. That's, That's exactly. It. Totally checks out that story. Sure as hell, probably someone sounded like me yeah. or tried to do my. Guys trying to imitate me and ruin my life with this because they've studied my voice so well. This was they clearly an inside job. Yeah, this is this is the kind of thing where someone who there are a lot of it- nothing from all of this stuff. What you don't understand is there there are a lot of incredible mimics in this area. This is Mimic Central here. A Mimic took my phone. You the best Mimic. A Mimic mimic. took my phone and called it a bomb threat as me just to get me in trouble. And then I found my phone. Yours is a hairstyle I'd like to Mimic. Pam Pam Mimic. So I thought nothing happened with my phone. While it was lost. That's what I thought. I thought nothing happened to it, but apparently all this stuff went down. So you can imagine my surprise- This is like that movie, when I Secret, Secret Life you of guys, Pets, but it's Secret Life of Phones. That's right. After searching- What happens to our phones when we put them when down? When we put them down, who knows? After searching the area of Hamilton's car- Re slash house uh-huh. deputies say uh, the suspect admitted to them that there was no bomb and he made the call because he was having a bad day and wanted to get out of work okay so now it's just okay. one tiny twist of the arm he's like all right, all right i made the call but that's not the way I, to get out of work I'm in a ba- he said i'm having a bad day is that what he said uh, so he probably said look i lost my phone and i don't know what happened to it and maybe someone called him and bombed that they're like can we search your car and he's like okay i did it there is no bomb. There is no bomb. Like he turned so he fast flipped over so fast. States witness. You say, I think I had a fever. I started to get some chills. This is what you start to say to them. Right. I'm not in my right mind. I may have done this, but it might have been in a fever dream. No one's going to want to be around you at that Mm-mm. point. Mm-mm. I'm not saying blame it on COVID. I'm just saying you could go that route and maybe make it less bad no, for you than you what you you can't did. make it less bad. You just saying in you're a being extra careful. You don't even possibly get anyone at work but sick. But bomb threat throws people into such a day. You got to take that seriously. You cannot look. If you is- said, I think I may have symptoms, and I want to stay home because I don't want to infect anyone at work, who's going to get mad at you? How can anyone get upset? Who can get mad at you if you just say that? Even if you're lying because you don't want to go to work. everyone I know is begging to go to work. How yeah. bad is this guy's work situation That people are like, well, if he's still working, it's not good. I guess. Well, then he should call him up and say like, look, I'm calling the Better Business Bureau on this place. Right. We're not allowed to be here. Bomb threat, though, as soon as the threat is extinguished, you go back to work. This is like. It's a bad plan. When you don't know how to fix a situation, but you try anyway. That's right. You, we have to, as people acknowledge, when Randy and I were 18 years old, it's a summer mm-hmm. on our way to the university of Michigan, summer between high school and college, we worked at gas stations, two separate gas stations. Cause and they wouldn't let us work at the same one. Cause I guess they thought that blood was thicker than gas. Like if I saw you stealing gas, I wouldn't tell people that you were stealing gas. Uh, and the gas. truth is I probably wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. I spent the whole summer and we've talked about this on another podcast. There was sp- Sprite under the cap game sprite played a contest an under the cap game like idiots they didn't realize that sprite is is a clear clear drink you can hold it up like this and see if you so i would just go look under all the and if you won you would win a free soda a free sprite so i'm like who am i hurting nobody i'm just winning i'm hurting all the people who are coming to the gas station hoping they're going to win a free sprite but you know what i'm stuck at this gas station well randy one time there was a small grease fire on in on a first motor. of all, it was it was summertime in St. Louis, so it's 110 degrees. We're wearing pants. I'm sweating bullets. There was a this guy. Uh, it came up in like a 1984 Toyota like Tercel. Supra. Okay, Tercell or Supra. It was like a car they don't make anymore. And you open up the thing, and he he's Opens like up the hood. Well, first of all, he ordered. It's a pack. I mean it's like rush hour There's all these people there It's a full service gas station people. And you're the one outside The I'm only the one, one doing, going Doing all the cars Right The guy who's supposed To be working with me Booger That was his name Inside So I'm, he's letting me Take the whole rush Which sucks there's a whole lines of cars everywhere. I'm trying to get everybody. This guy asked for $5 worth of gas. Super unleaded? Super or? unleaded for super his unleaded. dumb car. $5 worth And super. to check his oil and add some stuff to his oil. So I'm trying to do this. I've got other cars going. I go put turn the gas on. I run over and I don't even grab a funnel. I just grab the oil and I pour a thing of oil in. You're supposed to have a paper funnel so that none gets on anything else. It's hot. All of a sudden, a little bit maybe spilled on the valve cover gasket. All of a sudden, it starts smoking. And I'm looking over this. I'm looking over this. It's smoking. And then all of a sudden, I see a flame shoot out. Now, we are right next to (laughs) 15,000 gallons of gasoline. A flame shoots out. So this is dummy me because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I start blowing on it. That's, That's So this is when you don't know a solution, you do what you think is right. What you think is right is always the exact wrong thing to do. I blow on it, and it spreads the oil around. So it's I basically spread the fire out. Jesus Christ. It's now on fire. Do you put water on it? I poured water on it, which spread it even further. The dumbest thing you can possibly do to grease fire. And at this time that there's a fire on this guy's car, he's out. People are out of their cars, and they want to run away. Yeah. Because the whole thing could Could blow blow sky high. I hear his gas click, which means I didn't (laughs) stop it at $5. It filled up the whole thing. So it was probably like $20 (laughs) worth of gas. So I don't know what to do. Booger sees the fire. He comes flying out of the garage. Which he should have been out in the first place. He comes flying out of the garage with a fire extinguisher, with a fire extinguisher, blows. And and extinguishes the fire, putting a huge cloud of extinguisher stuff that covers up everything. Which just by the fact of, of you calling it extinguisher stuff tells you I don't know what it is. Even after working extinguishant, for a I don't know. Extinguent. He puts it on there, and all of a sudden, huge plume of extinguishant, plume of smoke. extinguisher smoke, and and fallout, and all that stuff. And it's a huge cloud. No one can see anything. People are coughing. It goes down. He has put the fire out. Everyone is standing and they're all looking around and looking at me and I'm looking at this guy and I just turned to everybody. And I was like, who's next? <laughs> there you go. So that story proves that when you think you know the solution, but deep down you have no idea what the solution is, don't do the thing that you think you should do because it is the wrong thing. It's probably going to be the wrong thing. Think about it before you actually act. So this dummy didn't want to go to work. Yeah. Called in a bomb threat. Let me call in a bomb threat. That's an easy thing. No one's going to get hurt. I don't actually have a bomb. No. We're all good here, right? What what, what, what could possibly could go, wrong? go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? I'm not uh, threatening anyone's life. You are. You are actually threatening someone's life by doing something like Hamilton this. Hamilton was released on bond on, on Friday, to which he replied, this is the bomb. And then they put him back in for another hour. I'm just Jesus. kidding. He should be sentenced to 30 more days if he makes a bad joke like that. But that would have been classic Richard, not rip, not leathery Richard Hamilton action of something thinking he's doing something but he's not doing it all right that's our first story we're going to take a little break we have a great uh voicemail from our friends at mega that is such a good podcast so this is our podcast recommendation for you every day we try to throw you a good one to listen to this is one of the best improvised uh, podcast out there. These are some of the best improvisers, Second City alums. These are the guys who do improvise Shakespeare. It's top, top tier improvisers doing an unbelievable podcast about a megachurch. Set in a megachurch. It is hilarious. If you're not listening to it, get on it right now. It's called Mega. And they left us a voicemail. Then we'll uh, go to break and we'll see on the other side. Hey, Hey, blessings, fellas. We sure hope you're staying safe and staying well and keeping hope alive. You know God has a plan, and the cure for this pesky virus is out there somewhere. You know, Hallie, it might even be uh, with what the president said this week. Yeah, so to help you take his advice to heart, we had our friends, the Watkins family. They're awesome singers and musicians. They put the president's exact words to some worship music for our new episode this weekend. Here's a little taste. I see the disinfectant Where it knocks it out in a minute One minute And is there a way we can do something like that By injecting inside Or almost a cleaning Because you see it gets in the lungs tremendous number on the lungs so it would be interesting so it would be interesting so it would be interesting to check that Now, we don't actually recommend drinking disinfectant, but we do recommend washing your hands in the blood of Jesus. For 20 seconds. That's right. It's going to keep your heart really clean. We got a new episode this Sunday. God bless. Hey guys, uh, I want to talk to you about... Just this situation that we're all in right now, because it's not easy being home so much. It, it really isn't, especially during a, a crisis like this. It's hard to sleep. Uh, you know, we talk about this on our podcast all the time. I talked about it today, about how you lay in bed at night and you worry not just about yourself and all the anxiety and all the things that come with your daily life, but now we have the world's problems on our shoulders as well. And a lot of people who we're talking to right now are saying, I need help. We have a solution. I'm so happy these guys are supporting us. I agree because they can support you and we want to offer this up to you guys because this is such an important thing for you. Your mental health right now it is so important. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. I don't know if you know that. But I did know that, actually. I want to tell you guys about Talkspace, online therapy. They're amazing. They are more committed than ever to expanding access uh, for support for anyone who is struggling right now. With Talkspace, you get the support of a licensed therapist from the safety of your home so it's not breaking any rules. So you're following your stay-at-home following rules. Following the guidelines. staying safe. And you can reach out from your device whenever something is on your mind. So that is something that is really if, if something hits you, you can reach out to them with your In with that your device and feel connected. You can send through uh, your therapist text, audio, picture, video messages from your phone or computer twenty four seven as much as you need to. Uh, everything that happens within Talkspace, it, it happens within their secure platform all on your schedule Talkspace matches you with licensed therapists based on your needs and preferences they have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties including anxiety depression relationship issues all things that we're dealing with right now 100% you need to speak with someone who is a professional you know this your wife is a therapist my wife is a therapist and her business has grown in this time Uh, and I can tell you honestly when I listen in on her calls I'm kidding I don't listen on any calls I can tell you honestly that her patients appreciate her right now so much and they need that and i can tell you right now more than ever people in our sphere and our world are saying i need help and you're like but i don't know anyone and i don't know who to and speak i don't know to how you. to get started right well, Here's this is easy very easy way. once you're matched i'll say this once you begin therapy, you can begin therapy the very same day so if you're feeling it you need it here's what we want you to do and I, again this is this is really important. Your mental health is really important and, and you need to be taking to your care. You deserve support. You don't have to struggle on your own. Your talk space therapist can uh, is your dedicated support system if you need it. Yes. There you feel healthier, feel more empowered, even in these uncertain, in uncertain times. As a listener of this podcast, you can get $100 off your first month Of Talkspace on Talkspace. Just uh, to match with your perfect therapist, here's what you got to do. You go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code SKLAR, S-K-L-A-R, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's S-K-L-A-R and Talkspace.com. Again, use this code and see how it feels. That's right. You'll see that it makes you feel better and this money off will hopefully make it more affordable for you guys out of the gates and you'll see that I think it's something you will continue to use. We are very pro-therapy on this couch. Absolutely. Uh, We're pro the couch. Pro the couch on this couch. So go to Talkspace.com, use the code Sklar, S-K-L-A-R, get $100 off. We care about you guys. We want your mental health to be tip-top so you can laugh at what we're talking about. So uh, get in mental shape. Talkspace.com, promo code Sklar. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you once again to everyone who's gone over to the YouTube page. There are full video episodes of this show that we're recording right now on the YouTube page. YouTube, Scarborough Country, uh, and then there are all these episodes of Cheap Seats. They just put Putt Putt up. The Dick and Evelyn Florn, Florn the husband and wife Putt Putt team. It is Dick and Evelyn Florn. I love the Putt Putt episode so much. Get Jerry Miner and uh, Oh my God, Kerry Kenny, Jerry Minor and Kerry Kenny from the state. From Reno nine one zero one Jerry Minor from everything from SNL from everything but just go check it out it is so much fun uh, go to again YouTube Scarborough Country subscribe we're trying to get as many subscribers as we can and then just spend time if you want to kill a bunch of hours this is a great way to laugh and kind of lose yourself a little bit we're all looking for those shows and things to do there it is on our YouTube page watch it cheap seats enjoy all right should we go to this let's uh, do this story? next okay. thing Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always count on people in Florida to get pissed about the wrong things. Right. right? By the way, nice haircut. Thank you. Uh, home cut. A home, home cut. cut. Home, I need a home cut. You I need a home, a home My hair cut. is it so fluffy. Right? I know. My hair is so fluffy. I need a home cut. No, I feel better now. Home people home. are going to get pissed. They're going to, but a lot of times the anger is going to be directed at the wrong thing if you know Always. What I mean. Always. They'll probably screw up what they should be pissed about at least. Take right. this 74-year-old angry man. On April 20th, Mm-hmm. angered that a group of golfers were, it says was violating. It is a group that was. Group so I that think that's was, appropriate. That a group of golfers was violating rules on, but it doesn't sound right. I know it's right, but it doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Was violating rules on the course adjacent to his home. A 74-year-old Florida man allegedly threatened the players with a BB gun. Oh, come on. Prompting the septuagenarian's arrest Jeez. Friday evening on six felony charges six felony charges so he's probably mad that they were gathering yeah we're sheltering and- we try to be a safe society there is no golf on a golf course golf is not an essential activity although i would argue that i love golf a lot i do too but it's but not essential. still not essential i still don't think you have to do it so this Put guy was probably that. mad right, right, about that, the right let's things. continue according to the cops john robert orr Initially shouted at the golfers for driving their cart over a bridge and onto a putting green at the eighth hole of the conservatory course on the Palm Coast. The 199-yard par three hole features an island green and is touted as the, quote, signature hole of the Tom Watson-designed course. So, Did Tom Watson design courses as much as Jack Nicholson? No. Nicholas? Nicholas? Nicholson never designed a course. Jack Nicholson never designed a course. Although... Going back to our YouTube page, you got to watch Super Dogs, Super jazz because our buddy Dave Allen Gruber plays Guy LaFleur. Dave really? Allen Gruber? No. Dave uh, Gruber. Dave, Dave Gruber, Gruber Allen. Allen. Dave Gruber Allen did a... Uh, he played Guy LaFleur, who is a... Guy LaFleur. Uh, Guy. He played Guy LaFleur. Guy LaFleur. Guy LaFleur, spelled exactly like Guy LaFleur, but Guy LaFleur, mm-hmm. who was a dog a super dog super jocks course obstacle course designer yes he said my name is guy Lafleur, meaning man of Of the floor floor. (laughs) uh so you're gonna watch that (laughs) so good so you're not allowed to drive your cart over the bridge and onto the signature green because it's just the green over there you're supposed to stop your thing walk it over putt and then that's it if you make it onto that green or or you're gonna damage the green fine John Robert Orr is so right that we should be putting all of our effort into protecting the eighth hole of the conservatory course in these troubled times. Maybe there's federal money that he can use that the golf course can get to build a fence or put all you need are two of those metal poles that are close enough that a cart can't fit. That's it. Orr lives in a home that backs up to the hole. The, so All right, so now we know what this is really Though the about. residence is separated from the course by a cement wall and water that surrounds the green. So I'm sure he gets a lot of balls in his yard. And then he gets a few golf balls, too. Help! Help! One of the golfers told police that Or yelled at them to leave the course. And that uh, use of the golf cart in that manner was against regulations. Again, getting mad at the wrong thing. And How about, why is this guy, like...
1: Too Get much off the, time
0: on his time. Look, seventy four years old. You're probably done with your. The, you whatever think these life guys is. give a shit about the rules of? They don't even care. They're gathering They're right now. They're golfing in the end of April at the beginning of May. They don't care, care. about your cart on the green. Rules. They're playing golf today. They, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? They don't care about their own lives as opposed to the eighth hole signature conservatory course green. They're going to drive their carts up and down, they're right up to the flag. Up. They're probably going to putt while sitting down in the cart. It's gonna drive turn drive into by a game reaching, of like a golf cart polo. polo. That's what it is. Not even stand up. I guarantee you, they're going to do that. Yeah. Orr then allegedly went into his home oh. and grabbed a firearm and pointed it at the six golfers, each of whom said they were in fear of their lives. That had to be a good feeling though for Orr because he's like, I tried, I was nice, they didn't listen. I'm like, I'm now kind, I'm going to point again. I'm kind him. of on his side here, except. He's mad about the wrong thing. Firearm brandished by Orr, cops charge was a Winchester BB gun rifle. A Winchester BB gun? Is that a thing? I thought Winchester was a guy from MASH. Why does he have a BB gun? What is he, seven years old in 1952? I don't get it. Yeah, it is an odd thing. He wants to look tough. Yeah, but he doesn't want to actually do damage. He doesn't want to actually kill someone. Look, I'd rather it was a BB gun it could than a, cause regular a gun. Well, It could cause a, a very, very lodge under the skin, skin and it cause, cause a very, very bad, bad infection. infection. Shoots him in the butt. Vacation. The truth is that, like, there is no way that I, no one has ever uh, had a mass shooting with a BB gun. So no. I'm okay with this guy owning this. Yeah, BB guns are all right. We're all right with that. In the video and photos taken by one of the golfers, Orr is reportedly seen holding the weapon in an upright shooting position toward the golfer. During the police questioning, though, Orr said that the golfers had drove their golf cart onto the bridge. And had they put, drove it on and there? And putting green, they did. You mean they had driven? Yes, they had drove it over Again, there. Again, course rules should be that no one should be playing golf right now. That's course rules, not Don't drive it up on the thing, but no one should be playing. That solves all the problems we have here if you are not allowed to play golf right Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. Or said that after arguing with the golfers, he went inside to his home and unsuccessfully sought to contact the course's golf rangers. There is no way he called the ranger at that point. No. Probably the ranger was at home because you're not supposed to be working right now. Right. You're saying that the ranger wasn't at work. Right. Because no one should be at work. No one's at work. And then also, yeah, that wasn't your first option. I'm sorry. Or then. Uh, said that... I'm sorry. You know why I know that's not your first option? Because... In the time it takes them to drive over the thing and get to the thing, and put, they'd be gone. They're gone. They're so, so you went in, you went in, you're lying. You're lying through your dumb 74-year-old your old floor, teeth. Floridian, Floridian teeth. teeth. Or said that through he- the did, three teeth you have left. He said that he went inside, with his got his air rifle, and continued the verbal altercation. Mm-hmm. Asked if he had held the rifle in an upright shooting position or aimed down the sights towards anyone or replied that he could not remember. Meaning yeah. that he totally did. Yes. That when means someone you says, I it. can't remember that, that means means you did that's one hundred percent code for a yes yes I did, I did that he I also don't, I don't recall I can't remember our code for yes, this is so. what I'm going to say to to get myself out of incriminating myself, but one hundred percent I remember and one hundred percent I did he it. also could not recall his intentions when retrieving the rifle, you know yeah. Oh, only, I don't know what was going only that. He did not appreciate the way the golfers were shouting back at him and his wife. So now his wife's involved. Yeah. And She's I, like, don't hey, throw I got to protect my bus. wife here. Couldn't remember his intentions. By the way, this did not happen in the 1960s. Yeah. This, this isn't happened like, like, this like a few like, remember days that ago. that guy you faced down at the Korean War? Yeah. No, we don't remember that. How many times do you pull a BB gun on golfers that this is a blur from yeah. all the other times that you used How to do I that? How am I supposed to remember that? This is like three days ago. How many times do people drive up on the 8th Green? This is like five days ago. I can't be expected. Maybe he's got a memory issue. All right. Who knows? After Orr turned over the BB rifle to the uh, police, he was arrested on multiple counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Is that a deadly weapon? I don't think it is. Is it? With the intent to kill and a felony that should be. Perpetrating a deadly weapon. But still, I, I kinda like A BB that gun is not a deadly weapon. That can't be true that it's a deadly weapon. But still I kinda like that they're giving it to him as like we're gonna hold you up as an example. He was booked in the county jail uh from from which he was released on Saturday afternoon upon posting bond they should have made him fill out all of his paperwork with a tiny pencil with no eraser. Yes. Just to kind of stick it to him right. just a little bit. Little you know golf, I mean? A little golf a little reminder. A gol- little golf reminder. And no glasses. Like an old man, 74 years old, has to read all the all forms. All the paperwork and fill it out on your own. Figure it out. No help. And if you do it wrong, you start over again. You go bro. back in jail.
1: Go there back you in go. jail and
0: you start over on the You paperwork. start over on the thing. And you have to watch people drive up and down the course. Yeah. There, there it go. is. There you go. That's a show, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. We love bringing it to you day in and day out. Uh, Tell your friends about this show. Uh, Go punch a water faucet, then go wash your hands. Stay socially distanced, but stay connected. We got more musicians. Thank you to the musicians who have. uh, Thank you to Langhorn Slim who dropped a video a couple days ago. We're reaching out to other musicians to play to put give you guys some live music. Uh, It's something I definitely miss in this quarantine. Getting to see our friends play music and getting to see live music, mm-hmm. so we're going to bring that to you as well. Uh, We got great stuff coming this week. We're not stopping. We're not stopping. We're bringing it to you because we love you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow. We're up. La-dee-da.